Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast wellness spot, where we focus on health and wellness and how we can reclaim our health and life today. You're in the right place if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you've been helping so many others, and it's time to help yourself. In a time when health and wellness can be so confusing, I'm here to share what I know and what I've learned in nursing and in my past 20 years experience in wellness and how making a smart plan can help you live your best life today. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is our Wednesday wellness spot and this is your host, uh, Moira Gorski. Um, glad that you are coming back always to listen and uh Super excited today to bring one of um, to bring a guest here to talk with you and me about um, his journey in health and um, he just uh, I uh, love anybody that's a runner I have a lot of respect for them I used to be quite a runner myself and ran long distance races and that ship has sailed as they say but um, I uh, do love the uh, sport of running and do love how. Shackley has helped me with my health throughout the years. You've heard on other podcasts before. Um, and I love to share stories who, of others who have, um, who've had that same experience, that these nutritional products that Shackley has have really enhanced their, their health and their fitness and things like that. So today we are welcoming Andrew Kurtz to the podcast. He is a young gentleman who uh, is actually on my team, uh, my wellness team, and uh, has been for a couple of years. He's an occupational therapist. He lives out in Phoenix. And uh, I'm, so, I'm so thrilled that you're here. Thanks, uh, Andrew, and welcome, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here and uh, had a chance to listen to one of your podcasts and really enjoy the enjoy the content that you have here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, glad that you're here and joining us and and uh, you're willing to share. Um, so you did again share with me a little bit about kind of your journey into Shackley and um, kind of journey into health. So and how it's really helped you as you've grown up, gotten into college and things like that. So why don't we just start there again with kind of your story as we always, we, we kind of start with that story, but kind of start with, um, like a little bit that you were telling me kind of how, how you grew up and, and how you got into college and how things were changing there and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I grew up with the Shackley products because my grandparents had a business um, and they really um, focused on the cleaning products a lot. So that was always around. Um, and I used the products faithfully because my mother told me to. Um, but then whenever I went off to college, I kind of did my own thing and I wasn't so consistent with it and had some mental struggles in college, more um, just really struggling with depression. Um, and yeah, didn't really know how to deal with that in a healthy way. And so that's really where I first found running um, was in college. There was a running group, um, just a running club, um, nothing professional for the college or anything, but just running with a couple of friends. And then yeah, I got interested in um, doing longer distances. And I felt like that was a good um, way for me to kind of cope with some of my depression was just getting into running. Um, but it really wasn't until I um, had sort of a mental breakdown of sorts that I really realized I needed to take a lot better care of myself and be more consistent with the Shackley products and be more consistent with how I took care of myself because I wasn't doing it at that point. Um, I was hospitalized back in uh, 2015 for about a week. And now I look back at that week and it was 
I'm so thankful for it, especially throughout this pandemic. Um, it's kind of brought me back to that sometimes. Like I'm so glad that I learned some of the healthy coping strategies that I've learned from that time and I'm able to implement them now. And so, but yeah, after I got out of the hospital, I really realized I needed to do something different. And that's whenever I would say I started being more consistent with Shackley and took it under my own control, not just taking the products because my parents told me to or um, any of that. Um, but I found their uh, weight management program, the 180 program. And I did that and lost 12 pounds. And the thing I was super excited about was just being able to wean off of my antidepressants. And I haven't been on any antidepressants since then. And so that was just the big turning point for me really was doing the, the 180 program. I mean, it's amazing that, um, I mean, a couple of things that you mentioned, um, you know, I, for anybody that's listened to the podcast, um, you know, I had my struggles myself when I went away to college. And sometimes that happens when you, I've seen it and heard it, you know, you leave home and you're out on your own and you don't have that, okay, mom's telling you to do this or making you do that or making your meals or things like that. You're really like forced into this little bit of a bubble of independence, but it can really it can, you know, it can throw us off a little bit and again, cause some issues. So certainly not unusual. And unfortunately, it, you know, it happens. But, um, and just the fact that, like you said, you were in the hospital, it was almost like, again, we've heard many times on this podcast with the addictions and things like that, a lot of times you kind of hit bottom or you have some moment that it's kind of like, okay, I got to do something different. And so as much as that was probably a negative experience for you, it really kind of woke you up, right? To the fact that like, okay, now I'm on my own and maybe I ought to do something different. Yeah, and now I look look at it as a strength of mine, the fact that I've had that experience. And so I'm just grateful that I had it. I don't want everybody to have to experience life that way, but that's what it took for me to get to where I am today in a much happier place than ultimately I'm grateful for it. Yeah, well, and they say too that, you know, if our life was so all the same and all happy or whatever, you know, and it was made into a movie, you know, no one will watch the movie, right? There's got to be the ups and downs and the goods and bads and things like that. And, you know, I do want to mention again, there are places for medications and we are not here to say um, that uh, start taking some Shackley products and get off all your meds. But um, because if you are listening to this and you're on medications, again, stay under the care of your physician, but as a nurse myself, and as my experience with Shackley and nutrition, like I've learned that if we give our body what it needs, then a lot of times those things that we're taking maybe a medication for to kind of take care of a symptom, those symptoms will kind of go away because we've taken care of the cause of that. So with you, it sounds like you lost some weight, you probably built some good nutrition and, um, and it filled in some gaps and then again, you didn't need that, that pill or whatever to help with. Yeah, I'm, be- glad you men- I'm glad you mentioned that about the medications too, just because yeah, if people need medications then by all means continue to take them. And at the time when I did my 180 program, I was working with a counselor and um, he was kind of overseeing my medications too. And so I think just having that outlet too, being able to talk to somebody, um, that's been so huge for me in my recovery, just before I was hospitalized, I felt like if I talked to anybody about my problems, I was uh, showing weakness. And that's not a good thing. You can't show people that you're weak. And it's no, I'm just human. And we need to talk to other people. And so I'm a huge advocate for going to counseling. And 
I'll even share that like, during this pandemic, I started going back to counseling a couple months ago and I'm just so thankful that I did because I'm not the only person that's struggling right now through all of this. I feel like we all are and it's just nice to have um, just that place where you can talk and have somebody openly listen to you without judgment and give you support. Right. Yeah. I just, I think that's like today I got home from taking a walk with a friend and uh, you know, she's not a licensed counselor or anything, but just an hour in the, you know, in the forest preserve walking with my friend does a lot for my mental health. And even, but again, that trained professional, that um, neutral, you know, second party, third party or whatever can be so, so helpful to just give us different perspective and offer that support to us that we, we just really need at particular times. And, uh, and certainly right now with a little bit of um, divisiveness in the world, <laughs> it's really needed. So you've got, so you got through college and you lost some weight. And so, um, and we'll talk about running in a second, but like, what do you take? So do you have like a, a, I just, I mean, it's again, as I've said before, you know, we want to build our health on a good foundation. And uh, just like we want to build our house on a good foundation. So are there particular things that you do every day kind of for foundational health that you learn through that, that program and coming back to Shackley? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and now it's called the prove it challenge. I would recommend people do the prove it challenge. Um, the turnaround kit is also a great thing too, but um, I would say that the main things about both of those programs are the strip and the shake. Um, those are really foundational for my turnaround and continue to be foundational in just my everyday life. But yeah, the, uh, protein shake, I do a smoothie every morning after, after my runs, after my workouts, and then the vitalizer strip. And there's a couple other products that I take, like the uh, joint health complex has been huge for, um, just my joints and keeping me a happy runner and not complaining about knee pain or anything like that. And let's see, osteomatrix is another one that I take pretty religiously, um, I really like the stress relief complex. And then whenever I'm actually out running, um, I guess I should start before I run, before I even get out of bed. Um, I take one of the energy chews just to really help me get out of bed. Those are really, um, key some mornings. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I love, um, I love all of those. Again, the, it's the, you know, our cells are made of vitamins, minerals, and protein. So we have, and you and I, I mean, I have the same thing in the morning, a protein shake and then the vitalizer strip, which again is a strip of vitamins, just to let our listeners know a little bit more about that. And you can, there'll be links in the show notes and you can reach out to either one of us to, to learn more, but it's six pills, 80 nutrients really covers the basis of what we need for our vitamins, minerals, um, antioxidants, probiotics. It's just so, it's so convenient in that nice little strip, but it's so packed with um, those, again, nutrients that we need to build that healthy foundation and in different delivery systems and all that good stuff that we just take it once a day, like you're, like you're doing is, um, again, with that protein shake, and it's just a good foundation that really is wonderful for everybody, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, um, sure. and I love that, um, that osteomatrix too, a calcium product. I don't know, do you ever take that before you go to bed? No, you know, I haven't. Um, I started taking it um, more religiously after my first marathon because I got a stress fracture and it's a terrible way to end a marathon. I hobbled through the last couple of miles and yeah, pretty. And then I realized I should probably be taking something for my bones. Also, my training wasn't the best because I didn't give myself enough time. I thought what I was doing and try to do it my way and just try to do too much too fast. And mm. 
that was definitely part of it. But I started taking it after that. But no, I haven't tried taking it at night. Yeah, sometimes um, I recommend that. And I, I actually take, I usually take a couple of them before I go to bed. Um, because that calcium and magnesium, I mean, it, it's kind of natural muscle relaxants. And sometimes people have, will have like um, restless legs because they're a little deficient in magnesium. And so taking that before bed can really be a nice relaxer as well as um, kind of help you again, relax the muscles so that, again, you may not have that restless legs or Charlie horses and stuff like that throughout the evening too. So I just mentioned that there for you or for any, again, anybody else, anybody else listening. Yeah, um, I'll, start, I'll start doing that tonight. Thank you. For yeah, that. <laughs> right. Again, and again, it's just one of those things that I've learned over, over the years. Um, and it's so important. I mean, you're young, I'm, I'm older than you, but it's just good to have that to really especially being an athlete to really pay attention to your joints as well as your bone health, you know, to just continue to get the calcium, you know, and magnesium trace minerals that you need to build up that bone health, especially with all that pounding <laughs> that you're doing, sure. pounding yeah. miles and stuff like that. So, so that's your foundational health, the protein, the, the vitamins and a few extra ones there for some, um, joint and stress and things like that. So, and I love those energy chews. I got to tell you, those chews are awesome. They are, I've, I've learned, I'll never forget. I was at the car dealership once um, talking to this young guy when I was buying a car and we got talking about sports and working out and he said, Oh yeah, I do this pre-workout powder stuff. And um, it's uh, just, I get a little, I get a little shaky and my heart races a lot, but it's good. <laughs> like, no, it's not probably good. So um, that's again, what I know you and I both love about Shackley. They're safe products and um, they're not going to cause those weird things to happen. Yes, and I probably know which product he's talking about because I'm not going to name names, but back in college, I tried different pre-workout supplements and I thought it was a good thing. Like if you felt all tingly and now I, I just want to stay away from that. It's not a good feeling. So right. I you like how our shoes don't do that. Yeah. I mean, you get, just really have to be careful out there because there's so many, so many products, be it vitamins, but also sports products too, that, um, you know, look real good perhaps. And, uh, but you really have to be careful. Um, so yeah, those energy chews, again, they're just little chews kind of like starburst, right. But, um, they're filled with B vitamins and some, uh, I think some green tea and really I love them before a workout. And I also love them like in my car, <laughs> like if I'm driving, um, and I just, I mean, I, all my boys have played hockey, so I've done a lot of driving around. And so I always had those in there. Um, and speaking of hockey, one of my our youngest, he would have him, he'd put two of them in his pocket of his hockey coat on the way to games and he'd, he'd eat them, you know, in the car. And so by the time he got to the rink, then he was all set with his energy chews. So yeah, yeah they're good for sports, but they're also like you're saying, it's good just kind of as a wake up. Mm -hmm. um, I like to take them to work too. Like right after lunch during that afternoon slump, I'll take one of those every now and then that really helps. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, and then when you're out running um, or what do you do to, cause there, Sheckley does have some specific products for sports nutrition. So are there some of those that you use that's been helpful with your running? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite Shackley products out of all of them is the hydrate plus, especially out here running in the desert um, in the summer. It's yeah. i love that product. I drink a lot of that and I just drink that um, most of the time during a run, but like I'm getting ready for a long run. I'll drink um, quite a bit of it the day before um, just so 
my body has everything that it needs to go out and um, run for a couple hours. Um, and then after my long runs, I really like the Build Plus, um, which is what the uh, protein recovery um, drink. And what I like about that is it has um, not only the protein that you need, but also has carbs too, because um, you use a lot of carbs with those long runs. So you need to replenish those carbs. So I'd say those are two of my favorites that I do in addition to the energy chews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, um, again, I used to run long distance and I've done five marathons myself. Uh, but when I first, when I ran my first one, um, I was just being introduced to Shackley and I was really kind of focusing on my kids' health and, you know, just a little bit on mine, but I didn't really know much about all these specific products. And, uh, you know, again, had a great experience, but you know how it is, like, you sometimes get really sore after you do those long runs of 12, 13, 14, 15 miles, you know, like parts of your body and your joints hurt that you never like knew could. Right. (laughs) And then, um, and I was just so tired, like the day after those long runs or even the day of my long runs coming home, showering, again, my kids were significantly younger. I just was always had to take a nap. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then I found, I really learned more about Shackley and got a little bit more serious about it when I started to do my next um, uh, other marathons. And that's what I found is that not only the stamina, like during runs and that hydrate plus, I love that. That's so that's a, you know, if you're drinking Gatorade or Powerade, that's a better alternative to that. Doesn't have all of the dyes and colors, won't dye your lips blue when you're drinking it. And I found that when I use that instead of, a Gatorade on the long runs, you know, with our fuel belt and stuff, it didn't slosh around in my stomach like the Gatorade would do. Um, It really absorbs very quickly into your system. And so it hydrates very quickly too, which is what you need when, you know, you're out for um, those long runs and certainly in the heat that you're running in. Um, And I didn't, I didn't find I was nauseous at all. I don't know if you like, if you ever used Gatorade or Powerade, I found that every time I drank that, it just kind of upset my stomach. Yeah, I did drink that back in college and I was getting into the long distance running. And what I was going to mention before, um, my running coach has pointed this out to me about Hydrate Plus, just how there's the different um, sources of sugar that go into it. And so it doesn't cause a huge sugar spike like some of the other products might out on the market. And so when you're out on a, on a run trying to run a consistent pace, it's really important just to try to keep a steady um, blood sugar level. And so I like that it doesn't cause that huge spike. And yeah, in the end, it just helps me to perform better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got a, yeah, I had um, a dietitian uh, respond to a customer client of mine too, when she looked at the hydrate and really looked specifically at the different types of sugars that were in there and the importance of that. And I can't remember exactly how she explained it, but you did it pretty good of it just keeps that consistent flow that you need to keep you hydrated and fueled. And then, um, yeah, Build Plus. So it's a banana flavor. I've had so many of those, um, but they're just so, it's like, I just would, you know, you get done with your long runs and then it's like, we would go back to the health club uh, where we would run from and I'd always mix up that banana shake. And man, it's like your muscles were like, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) You know, when you drink that, because it just, it, um, again, we want to replace that, you know, the protein stores and everything that we've, or the, you know, re- help repair our muscles, right? That we just broke down and replaced the protein. And, um, and not only for that, but I found that when that was used, like I felt better the next day too. 
like like because when you're training for a marathon you got to be on a pretty regular schedule you're running more than once a week so you want to be able to make sure that you recover well so that the next day you can get out get back and start pounding the pavement again right yeah for sure yeah i don't want to give uh nutritional advice or like promote any sort of diet but i will say um after doing the prove it challenge whenever that first came out i really noticed just even more so more improvements in my running and faster running times and setting a marathon pr Um, but doing that cleanse really helped me to focus more on eating fruits and vegetables and getting my energy from that rather than getting it from like pastas and breads and these things that aren't necessarily so good for you. And just that one week of doing that really kind of just kind of continued after that, after that week was finished. And I find that to be a big part of my running regimen too. And in addition to the build plus and the hydrate plus just um, the habits that I learned from that week. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, yeah. Cause in the running community, you know, they, they talk about that. You got to carbo load and you got to, you know, have those a couple of days before you run. And albeit that might be somewhat good again with that cleanse and the prove it challenge. Um, and again, if anybody's listening, it's not one of those, Hey, you just drink juice for a week and you starve and feel weak and stuff like that. It's so it's a week of eating unlimited, you know, vegetables and some fruit and, that's what I find when I've done it a couple of times. And then my clients, it's just such a great education of like, you got to figure out, it's not just eating carrots and celery all day. You got to figure out how you're going to enjoy those vegetables. So, I mean, I have my favorite soups now and stir fries and portobello mushroom tacos and like really awesome things that those vegetables give you so many nutrients. And so as well as, you know, you got to have some carbs, but having a more complete diet, which it sounds like that's kind of what you got introduced to. I got to believe that that's really helping you again with your stamina, long-term stamina, just overall really good health so that you can be a, be that athlete and that runner that you want to be. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That, and just for my mental health too, eating that way is a lot better than turning to the sugary foods and stuff. That's not good for my mental health and just causes more inflammation. I try to try to stick with foods that won't cause inflammation in my body for running and also for my mental health. And I just find that that's um, what works well for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think it's just, it's important. I'm, I mean, I'm glad you're sharing that because that's what we want like to do is just share this information with other people because a lot of people, they don't know. And I was that same way when I first started running. I mean, I didn't know about this and I've seen so many of my friends and a couple of times with myself, like, you train so hard for a race and then you start to taper and then you get sick. And so many people are like, Oh, I'm going to the start line with a stuffy nose and I'm sick and I don't feel good. Well, what I learned is that when you're an athlete, I mean, it's like when you're an athlete, you know, and we're not talking Olympic athletes, although we're going to get some Olympic athletes on the podcast pretty soon. I'm excited about that. But when you're an athlete like you, you're doing long distance running, you're just burning through your nutrients that much faster than the average guy, you know? And so you really need to, it's so important if you want to stay healthy and feeling good and being able to perform and recover, you just need more nutrients and you can get that from your supplements. And that's what we're saying is a good foundation of supplements, but you can get it. It's really important to get it from your diet too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Running has really caused me to focus more on how I eat and how I take care of myself overall. And I think just going back to my depression and how it's um, running's helped me out with that. I would say just learning to 
focus on what I need and my self-care has been so, so beneficial. I, I feel like most of my life I've really worried so much about like what other people thought of me. And I felt like even with running, like, oh, if I run a marathon, then people will think like more highly of me. But really, it's just something I do for myself. And um, I find a lot of joy in it. And I hope to inspire other people to run through running. But I, especially yeah, during this pandemic, too, I had to learn, like, I just need to take care of myself right now. It's so hard to get caught up in like everything that's going on out in the world. And um, for my mental health, sometimes I just have to turn it off, go for a run. And I feel a lot better after that. So. Yeah. It's a great thing to have in mind. And it sounds like you uh, used to, or occasionally live in that world of codependency, which I have uh, spent a good deal of my life <laughs> and continue to work on improving that too. And putting myself first, I've again, learned through um, having, you know, children that would have struggles and being a mom, I just want to help everybody else, you know, and I want to help them. But I realized so quickly, I mean, I, I realized it a few years ago is that as my health was starting to decline because I was just taking care of everybody else. And, you know, I mean, with the, the business that we have, we're trying to help everybody and we're trying to help our team and all that. And I realized that I need to put myself right on the, the front burner and I got to take care of myself first. And then I can take care of all the rest, right? Or yeah. they can take care of themselves, right? <laughs> we take care of ourselves and then our friends, you can take care of yourselves too, right? <laughs> like, exactly, that's a healthy thing for me to say is like, they're human beings, they're adults, they can take care of themselves, they don't need me to. I feel like just what I do full-time occupational therapy, I'm caring for people all day and then, yeah, I need to come home and take care of myself. And so mm -hmm. um, I wanted to share just a, another big part of my recovery has been um, going to 12-step a 12-step program called Codependence Anonymous. And they say that the only requirement for membership is anyone who desires healthy, loving relationships. And I don't know about you, but I want that. And it's really transformed um, not only my relationships with family and friends, but more so just my relationship with God and with myself. I feel like I didn't really accept myself for so many reasons before, but it's just really taught me to just be okay with who I am and I don't have to prove myself to anybody or I don't have to think so much about what other people are going to think about what I might say or do just, um, yeah, I can't speak enough about how much the program has done for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's um, kind of like running. It's been a consistent journey. It's a process. It's not like I go to one meeting and then I'm fixed. It's uh, still going to meetings. I plan to go to meetings for a long time and yeah, just wanted to throw that out there too. Yeah. No, I'm glad you shared that because again, this is a podcast that we do talk about the real stuff of, you know, the issues that we have, as well as again, that hope of wellness and recovery and things like that. And there is a lot of success and a lot of support you can find in 12 step programs. And there are so many, I mean, people may not even have known that there's a codependent no more, you know, or codependent anonymous, or I spoke with someone the other day, went to sex addicts anonymous, you know, because that's what he got too involved with. So there's lots of 12 step programs. And like we shared in the pre-show, you know, it's all online now. So you don't even have to leave your house. There's so many virtual meetings that you can go to and you can just go to any of those websites, right. To, to find those resources. Um, if you're looking for a 12 step program, but I just, again, I, I hope that people have heard it. I heard it that like you have your, um, cause I've, on my other podcasts, when I interview people that have recovered from an eating disorder or other addictions, they find things to put in their tool belt. And it sounds like you've got those things, you know, you've got your nutrition, 
Um, you've got your specific things when you're running, but you've got your support, you know, you've got your support groups and a counselor and some friends and, you know, and your relationship with God. Those are all things that are in your tool belt so that you know you got them there to rely on when you need them, right? Yeah, and I definitely need them. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm just happy-go-lucky all the time because I still have my days where I'm super depressed, but it doesn't last nearly as long and um, I can reach out to somebody and they help me get back on track or I realize like, oh, I, I can journal, I can pray, I can meditate, use all the different meditation apps that are out there. I really like Insight Timer. I found a lot oh, of good ones there. Absolutely my favorite. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Sarah Blondin has a lot of good ones that I've listened to over and over again. Hey, um, don't you listen to Sarah Blondin and she like, I don't know about you, but pretty much she always brings me to tears. Yes. Like, yeah. Good always, stuff. always yeah. really good stuff. And uh, yeah, that's, um, and yeah, I was talking with a friend the other day and she knew some of the stuff going on in, in my life right now. And she goes, man, how do you like, cause she's on my team and also, and she was reaching out for some support and had a question about um, something that could help one of her friends. And, and she said, you don't have to respond right away. You have so much going on. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm here for you. But I said, I do a lot of self-care. I mean, I have realized that I need that. And like you said, it's, it's not, especially like if we help people and they're trying to get, you know, they're trying to uh, get, maybe lose a little bit of weight or get more fit. Like, you don't just go to the health club one time and then boom, you're all better, right? <laughs> You've yeah. reached your goal. You got to do it every got to do it every day. It's so important. Yeah. One of the phrases we say at the end of the meetings is keep coming back. It works if you work it and you're worth it. And I feel like that applies to so many different things, like whether it's running or trying to lose weight, like you just have to keep coming back and just you're worth it. And so, yeah, just keep putting in the work and you'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think again, with that wellness too, that nutrition, it's like, again, it's not like a medication where here you got a headache. I'm going to take an aspirin and it's better. That nutrition is so important to build that foundation, you know, um, to just continue to take it from day to day to day. And I know you and I both know that like the more you do that, the better you feel. And you just, it gives you more, um, more reasons to keep going back and filling up your nutritional well because um, you just feel so much better. And I'm always here telling people, you know, it's never too late to pay attention to your health. It's never too late to put yourself first um, because we all, um, you know, we all can have a, live a, a great, fabulous life um, if we just give ourselves that, you know, attention. Yeah. And I have to give myself grace because I'm like, well, why didn't I learn this sooner or earlier? And, um, or people that are older than me might say the same thing, but everybody's on their own journey and you just have to have to be okay with where you're at. And I feel like Jackley's really helped me with that and just the community too. I really appreciate being on your team and the team that we have here. It's been super supportive too. It's another one of the tools I feel like I have in my um, tool belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's great to have you too. I love that part of part of what we do. I'm so grateful that you shared your story today. And I hope, I know that people are listening, they got some good tidbits there. And um, if they're friends of yours, they can reach out to you for, for more, because I know you're going to share this. And certainly if you can reach out to me, if you want some more information about the Shackley products, all the links will be in the show notes. Any last words as we kind of wrap this up today, Andrew, of like what you'd like to like to share or just kind of wrap it up? I guess I'd maybe share a little bit of my running journey. I really like to listen to people's running journeys and how they got to where they're at. Um, I would just encourage people not to give up. 
Um, even if you fail a couple of times, because my first marathon, I got a stress fracture and had a terrible, well, finish, but it wasn't the time I was shooting for. And I went back again and got another stress fracture. And um, I don't know, I'm proud of myself um, for continuing to stick with it. And now I'm glad that I do it. And I've learned lessons from all of that. I feel like it was easy to beat myself up back then. I'm like, why am I doing this? This is so dumb. Like here I'm walking around in this boot now for a couple of months. Like this is not health, but um, yeah, I'm proud of myself for sticking with it. And I would just encourage people to stick with it. There's going to be tough times and um, there's always people around to help you too. So um, yeah, please do reach out and we're always more than happy to help. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I don't know about you, but I remember every single one of my finish line experiences, you know, with my marathons, I've done a lot of other long distance races, but those marathons and the finish line, I mean, I can close my eyes and I can, I can tick through exactly what, uh, what that, those emotions were even with the one that Chicago they closed it because it was so bloody hot and my husband had jumped in with me so we find out found our way back to the finish line somehow we had to walk back because we they said they were bringing buses but we never saw a bus Um, but we still ran across the finish line so I think those are really great experiences and my tip too for running is to um, I don't know if you do this but uh, I did it for my last marathon. I chronicled it, you know, afterwards, like a couple of weeks later, I think maybe a couple of days later, I sat and I kind of just journaled about it, like wrote about it, kind of my experience of getting up there. I did the Grand Rapids Marathon as my last one and just kind of, because it's really cool to to go back and read that, you know, to chronicle that. And that's what I call it, you know, and just to go back and reflect on that. I think that was a cool thing to do. Someone recommended it for me. So I did it for my last one. And um, just the other day was my 10 year anniversary of my last marathon. So uh, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. But thanks again, Andrew, for sharing again. I know lots of people are got some great value. I learned a lot from this. And uh, again, I just uh, give you um, kudos for again, being willing to share your story. And uh, again, just um, I know, like I said, I have a lot of respect for runners and um, so I just really, again, appreciate you sharing the story. And um, I know that Shackley's ma- made a big impact in your life as it with, as w- with mine. And uh, um, that's what we're here to, again, continue to share that, that story of hope and health and wellness. And um, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back and listening, my audience. I really do appreciate it. And again, reach out. We're here to help because we just want you to feel and look great regardless of what age you are, regardless of what you're doing, um, because we know that you can live your best life. So we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you hear, please leave me a five-star review. Share this podcast with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button. Come on over to Facebook too. We have a great Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast tribe group, and we'd love to welcome you there. Now, do you have a story to share or know someone that does? Please connect with me. You'll find the link in the show notes, and I'd love to hear from you, hear your story, and feature you on one of the upcoming podcast episodes. And perhaps you are ready to find your way back to you. You'd like to reclaim your health in your life. Send me an email, connect with me, simply moira at gorskywellness.com or jump over to Instagram and connect with me there as Green Gorski, or you can also find me on Facebook. I'll connect with you and just show you some simple steps and show you a way to reclaim your life and your health today. 
Thanks for listening. Until next time.